0: What up, everybody, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about comic books. My name is Adam Shannon. I'm here, as I'm always here, with Sean Petit. Yo, yep. Casey Crawford. Hello, and RJ Vite. Hey, as a courtesy, I want to remind the listeners, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast, so if you haven't read the stuff we're going to talk about, I'll give you, you know, timestamps in the episode descriptions, so you can skip anything that you might need to skip. Our top story this week is Rot World by Scott Snyder, Jeff Lemire, Matt Kent, Yannick Paquette, Steve Pugh, Albert Ponticelli, and many more. Hell yeah. Yeah. Season Fuckin finale, guys. We all rotted up. We did it. We made it.
1: We well, got what better there, way to
0: go out than with Rot World? And I know yeah, we said last season we were going to bring on guests for the season finales from now on. That uh, just kind of didn't happen. Did so we say that? We did. Eh, we thought about it. We thought it out loud. Yeah,
2: I think about, we thought about it, but if, if you think anyone is, is holding us to something we said over a year ago, you, you're nuts.
0: <laughs> we write a lot of checks we don't cash here on this show. It's <laughs> it true. That way.
2: Yeah, but it's, it's our, our show, so is empty. Yeah, we do we do what we want. Deal with it. And if you They're don't just like it, just all post dated
1: for five years.
0: Whatever.
1: <laughs> Can't cash that shit. I'll have money in five years. Don't worry,
3: it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> need to do some squats, and suckers. To cash those checks. Yeah, that's we gotta start on.
0: selling underwear or whatever.
3: Yeah,
1: man. We gotta sell something. <laughs> slap our logo on some shit. Sell it at random places. Here's some tales from the short box undies.
0: <laughs> we did have, we did have Tales from the Short Box, the face mask for a while. No, mm, uh, it, go to our Tee Public store. I don't know what it is, but I'll put it in the, I the think, episode. I think yeah, it still There's...
2: exists, right? I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah I think still it get exists. all that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you want to put our logo on your face and or chest. Mm. <laughs> Do, don't we
0: have like uh, like underpants with with the logo on them? I too? mean, if it's T Public, cool. I, like, no I think you
2: can put it on literally anything, like phone yeah, cases, you get, like, you get a
0: mug, or a like, banner. I
2: distinctly remember seeing a banner on there because we we started going like big galaxy brain about like doing cons and shit and having a fucking banner. Uh, but also wild, just wild that, that you can just do that. You just choose to print our logo on a banner. No one would. Yeah. you shouldn't do it. You should do it. No. Nah. <laughs>
1: Take a picture. Send it to us
2: and we then what? for everything else why the fuck not <laughs> but then what we got a ba- take a picture and send it to us
1: we get a thumbs up we got a cool banner <laughs>
2: you get the Done. no prize the we should, we should get a banner
0: printed and then like donate to the local little league so that they can hang it on the on yeah. the fence there you go
1: that's, that's how you, how advertise. How you that's we
0: don't how you actually sponsor
2: listeners. them in any other way it's literally
1: we got to make nah. that
0: little league money
1: can't sponsor them because <laughs> we don't have any money so <laughs>
0: do not know that. how much does it cost to get your banner on the on the back fence of a little
1: probably way more than it should
3: yeah especially for a podcast that doesn't make any money <laughs> yeah yes.
1: yeah or well, we know at least one of or you know probably a large portion of this podcast is broke so we don't want to be doing that <laughs> ah, shit. we can
0: pay them in kind i'll do i'll do the announcements for like for like a week oh you do have Dude, a good radio voice fun.
2: yeah oh man You'd i would have- do
0: little league announcements do you have a
1: ba- Do you have a baseball announcer you can do color commentary for a little link?
2: I don't oh, think you could not curse long enough to do that.
0: I I I'm fine. I could. I have. It's you <laughs> that can't get through it's an episode. It's me. It's absolutely
2: like I'm just projecting yeah, at that point. I I'm
1: not even going to pretend that I wouldn't. I was scream, on a Ninja Turtles podcast, at
0: Casey.
2: <laughs> I don't know what people do. I don't know how, how R-rated your Ninja Turtles podcast is. Now I'm
3: just imagining Casey announcing a little league game. But Yo. Just cursing got, the whole time. Kid
2: just got fucked up. <laughs> Yo.
1: Why don't you try to hit the ball, you little piece of shit? <laughs>
2: Yo, don't hit Next him! Next up, this fuck. Don't hit!
1: Next up, number seven, this fucking guy.
0: <laughs> but, like, at a Little League field, no matter how good your voice is, that intercom is not going to make sense. Oh, it yeah, sound.
1: you just sound like garbage. Yeah, yeah I could curse like, the whole time. Buttery, no one would ever know. smooth
0: radio voice. Yeah. And all anyone hears is. <laughs> it's like the
1: announcers on the subway. You have to yeah. speak that. It's a very specific dialect.
0: But then, steer clear of the closing doors is just clear as day. Yeah,
2: right. The one thing you know is clear as day. Yeah. I remember there was one time I was on the subway and there was like, it almost sounded like a frantic announcement because it was like so fast and like, they clearly didn't know how it would go over the fucking speakers because like, I don't know if they'd just never done it before. And I'm just like, that could be bad. And we just, we, I don't know. No one knows. We're all just (laughs) kind of looking at each other, hoping somebody heard it. And it's just like, (laughs) and I'm just like, uh, are we going to die? is this a roving attack?
3: dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> no one knows
2: yeah exactly it makes it makes the the omshin attacks make a lot more sense when you're just like yeah of course it was just chaos like come on how how is anyone ever going to decipher that shit makes perfect
0: sense man we made it to omshin pretty fast we're on uh, five, five minutes, minutes. I, yeah. did, I did it Casey's on the show of course yeah come yeah. on I could p- I can get us out we, we made know. it we from little league to omshin way too fast
2: <laughs> yeah that's what I'm here for, baby.
3: <laughs> hey, man, I'm just That's trying. to... That's got to
0: be a world record. <laughs> <It's> got to be
3: <laughs> from zero to Amshinmukio. I.
2: It's not a record <laughs> anyone else is trying to beat. I can tell you that shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
0: Yeah, but you it's a get re- r- by, You can get default. Guinness to write you a world record for anything.
3: <laughs> yeah, if you got enough cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is also true.
1: Yeah, we got. We can't. We got to be bribing
0: Big Guinness. Like that game designer, <laughs> that that. Claimed he he wrote oh, more music right. for, for any other video game, but it was just total bullshit.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, if but you he's... see anyone touting their Guinness World Record, just know that they paid an obscene amount of money for it.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I did. I but didn't realize God it God was such a corrupt uh, system. I had no idea. Yeah,
3: big record.
2: <laughs> big. <laughs> well, record. it's run by the Guinness people. <laughs> yeah, I would like to think that the Guinness people are nice, kind, generous individuals
0: bunch yeah, of drunks over they, there trying
3: to sell books <laughs>
2: <laughs> i mean that's
0: yeah, where they went wrong the...
2: they have a thing that yeah. makes the perfect money it's beer everyone always wants beer and like they're trying to side hustle with a records book what are you doing are, are these books? the same
0: guinness people are the, are the beer people I the really same as the don't record think keeping so. people? i really hope so that's that's i think it's just be. a guy named guinness
3: <laughs> what if what if no one's put this together before and we've covered the great plot
0: is <laughs> it is it the Guinness book of world records like one of the most stolen books too like you can't it really is. make money off of that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, notoriously no, stolen from everyone. do movie. They still shit. make them? It's the same company, is no, it? No, it?
1: it was created by Sir Hugh Huge Beaver. No, Hugh Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> who was then the managing director of Guinness Breweries.
3: Oh Holy I did
2: shit, it. I same people. Nailed it. I accidentally got something right.
3: Just drunk making books all the time. Yeah. So it's, I don't know if it's like
1: own, but like they were involved with it. That's wild.
2: I
0: didn't know that.
2: Fucking nailed it.
3: Why did they have a beer company and then decided to... Make Do you want me to sh- read his Wikipedia article? Doesn't seem like a great. Uh,
0: I don't uh, think we need to read any Wikipedia articles. This All show. The, just
1: know that it was from Hugh Beaver. <laughs> Hugh, so
0: good. <laughs> Hugh G <laughs> Beaver. That's
1: like that's like a clip I saw the other day. Talk a guy talking to Mike Litteris. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, I fucking
0: killed me, dude. <laughs> and uh, what was the other one? holden his cock. <laughs> Holding his cock. <laughs>
1: R- fucking A plus.
2: What, but that's but like Mike, those, Mike those. Mike Litteris uh, was Simpsons. a real person. Like he was like a bot. Yeah, it was a real
1: person. He was on the news. Yeah. He <laughs> was incredible.
0: It oh was incredible. no, that was a different one. I thought you were talking about that uh that congressperson that, that No,
1: this was on a news broadcast and the guy was interviewing someone named Mike Literist.
2: <laughs> and then the, cap- the close captions the
1: closed captions Picked, picked it, it up. up as Mike Literus. Yeah, oh, that's terrible, dude, dude.
0: That that is a Peak guy who comedy. has some hard skin, my friend. That yeah, and then he went on to awesome become hilarious. a botanist.
2: So like, good for him. Yeah. he's uh, this just yeah. the most dunked on nerd of all time, and he's just he committed to it.
0: <laughs> like Johnny Cash once said, uh, "Life sure ain't easy for a boy named Mike Literus." <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See, now you get it. Now we're back on track. You're a cunning yeah. linguist, you know that, right?
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I
1: could have gone. That name could go either way. He could own it and be like, "Yeah, it's my, it's my, it's my clitoris." Oh, you know no. what I'm saying? Oh no! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he could just be a fucking rapey fret
0: botanist. Well, I don't want the to worst. start maligning the man's already difficult oh, yeah, yeah. to live with the name. The worst no Batman villain. We're not you know, talking Mike, about true. Mike, truth. if you're out there listening, we want to have you on the show. Come on. Jesus.
2: Oh, that's who the that's the guest we should have gotten for yeah, a season that, finale. That was
0: supposed Bondus. to be the guest
3: for the finale, but we
2: he, fucked it he, up. He, he big timed us. <laughs>
0: <look for him. laughs>
2: us. He
1: big timed
2: He didn't uh, send us a DM back. He we just couldn't us find red. him. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh i y'all couldn't find him i didn't i wasn't involved let's just let that be clear that's pretty good <laughs> i know where to find mike Literus. ouch
0: all right. all right who has comic books i got about? comic
2: books uh let's get out of here let's do uh dr strange number one by friend of the show jed mckay pasquale ferry and yes. matt hollingsworth uh yeah, this is fucking great. So, we've talked about Strange a couple times on here. It is the uh the, the Maxi series, the 10 issue Maxi series that was following the exploits of Clea Strange. Um, and someone tried to correct me last week that it was Clea and I just I had a a meltdown that I've been is saying that, it wrong.
3: Is that true? Or I don't know.
2: I don't know. They're like, "I thought okay. it was Clea." And I'm like, "I've never even considered it." Uh now I'm now I'm reconsidering everything. Um I'm gonna still say Clea. Well, now
0: though. we need to ask Jed. Oh no!
2: Yeah, exactly. Jed, Dude, this Alex know. Ross
0: cover is fucking awesome.
2: Also, did you notice that Clea's is in the Alex Ross cover? No. Look at it. Yeah. Look at it. She's right there. Yeah. This has been a poster. Oh, wow, there she is. Yeah. There's. A, this has been a poster on our our wall, like like the door that leads to the basement. So directly next to the like the register, I have to stare at it every day for a long time, and I. It, not until somebody <laughs> pointed it out did I see that Cleo was in the poster.
0: I thought remember. about calling dibs on this poster today and then didn't. I feel like I should have.
2: I can I can uh. get it for you. It's going to have a couple tears in it because we had to cut out the, the circle so the door handle can be used. Anyway, um, <laughs> none of that matters. Uh, so in Strange, <laughs> Cleo was the Sorcerer Supreme of both the Dark Dimension and Earth. And was trying to find a way to bring Steven back. And guess what? She did. So now her and Steven are kind of co-supreming the whole vibes. Um, so this is just kind of like a really nice day in the life to get us up to speed on everything that, uh, you know, he's been doing to get back to it. I um, love that they're kind of like in a second honeymoon phase um, because they can just kind of enjoy each other's company for the first time in forever. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just even going around, like, you know, solving everyday little magic problems. Like, it starts out with, uh, Peter, uh, fell for, a, uh, a magic hustler, uh, in New York somewhere. So he's like, hey, uh, this guy's got this, like, three cup game, and uh, he might have my soul. Can you help? <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, Peter, when this... you sucked into something like that. This whole yeah, beginning exactly. vibe. That uh Parker luck.
3: Yeah, this whole beginning vibe where it's, like, him just kind of doing like magical help reminds me of scarlet witch's book and oh, totally. yeah, I-, I was thinking of like what if there's like a crossover um where it's like someone uh is, like you know comes through wanda's door and it's steven and like they have to oh that'd yeah. Be great. yeah that'd be awesome but jed's going to be writing both of them on avengers i think so
2: yep yeah mm. so that's that's great love that yeah he, cool. he's really good at writing like magic stuff so i'm i'm glad to see that happening um but yeah, this
0: is my uh, at one point, kind of Doctor Strange though the the hel- the, the little magic problems that are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
2: love it. Um, this is
1: a day in the life
2: uh, type stuff. I do also love that. Um, <laughs> Clea is now known as the Warlord of Manhattan. And like, <laughs> she she basically like opened a portal, and there's like all these like magical refugees that are now just like living out and proud in Manhattan. Like they were living there before, but it like ended in like a like a different dimension. Um. So now there's like troll markets and elves and fairies and shit. And uh, Stephen goes to visit, um, Luke Cage to like congratulate him on being elected mayor. And Luke is like, Hey, man. Um. Can you g- tell all the like elves and trolls and whatnot, uh, that keep calling me like false king and pretender to the throne to like, chill the fuck out, please. (laughs) So he just kind of becomes... Tell him to stop big timing me. Yeah. So he's, he's like kind of an ambassador to that. Um, he visits Black Cat because of course he does, because, you know, uh, Jed is also writing that book and she's kind of uh, had, uh, interactions with, with Dr. Strange in her, uh, quest to do lots of heists. Um, so she kind of, like, gives him back all of, like, you know, he, she's basically been, um, pet-sitting the dragon that lives in Central Park. <laughs> mm-hmm. she's, she's like, can can we just, can, can I help you feed him one last time? So, like, they go do that. Just feed him
1: a shitload of hot dogs?
2: Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and That's then what it looks like. He least. meets up with, uh, Dr. Doom, who was, who was rude as fuck to his wife, so he's just kind of, like. Doctor Doom's like, ah, oh, my old friend. It's good to have you back. And he's like, don't fucking sit here and talk to me like you weren't rude to my wife. That's not okay. Like, come on, dude. Um, but yeah, there's there's a little bit of a uh, he has to help out uh, Daredevil um, who has a, a trash monster, trash golem, <laughs> haunted garbage monster, as he called it. Um, it's me. I am also a haunted. <laughs> haunted
3: monster. I'm I'm the garbage monster.
2: Um, haunted specifically. But uh, yeah, and then there's at one point they they find out that um the warlord Agamon uh the sorcerer supreme of the purple <laughs> yeah he's a sorcerer supreme of the purple dimension and essentially there's like a bunch of refugees um that were like existing off the coast of Cornwall um that are being deported to the purple dimension um. Mm.
1: And, and enslaved.
2: And enslaved. Yeah. So, like, essentially when Steven died, all of these, like, warlords from different dimensions just, like, made, a like, a home on Earth. So, like, he's got a little spot in the Gobi Desert that is, like, a portal to the Purple Dimension. Um, and up until this point, they've just kind of been, like, having, like, a like a steady truce with the guy. But now, yeah. Like, they're basically like, oh, these refugees from this other fucked up place, we're going to send them to this different fucked up place. Um, where they're being enslaved and murdered, just like whole slaughter. So, uh, they obviously are not okay with that. So they go to visit the Purple Dimension claimed territory in the Gobi Desert. And, uh, yeah, we see the difference between Clea and and Steven, where like, um, Agamon just like murders a guy to prove a point to them. And Steven is like, no, 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 we have to be, we have to be pragmatic and like, we're in his. Domain, so we shouldn't ruffle feathers. And she's like, "I'm gonna kill that motherfucker right now. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm gonna kill him dead, so immediately.
2: hard, immediately." Uh, but yeah, so basically, it's just this big fucking power play bullshit. And um, they figure out a way to um, rescue. I forget—is it most of them, or is it? Do they get? It's all... almost all of them. Yeah, so they—they they get a large majority. They get. Them, yeah, yeah, they get most of the refugees out of there by by being level-headed and doing it the right way. Um yeah. But then the book ends with um Agamon being um uh, assassinated by an unknown party. So whoopsie. Yeah, it could be Oops. I'm assuming it's going to be a uh, a red herring that it's Clea, uh that it's like not yeah. actually her, but uh yeah, I'm sure, sure that's going to be a, an uncomfortable argument between the happy couple.
3: Um not going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. The uh the art and specifically the colors are so good in this. And it really the, is, yeah. I love the colors because it's a bunch of warm, like, kind of like old comic book uh, atmosphere, like, totally. Mm-hmm. And it's really fits the book so well. It's gorgeous. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. No,
1: it's it. It's it is is... super fun. These <laughs> this run on strange that Jed Scott's going is pretty. It's pretty
3: great. Speaking yeah. of red herrings, <laughs> I got it. Got it in one. Yep. And you know murders. Um, my my book is uh, Batman Superman World's Finest 13 by Mark Wade, Dan Mora, and Tamara Bonvillain.
0: Um, the dream team. Yep, doesn't get better <laughs> in terms of art. How is this book not like forty dollars for how fucking great this art looks?
1: Ah, uh, so good. They're they're just that fucking good, man. Yeah, it's
0: just so. Uh
1: it's so it's so good, <laughs>
3: it's not fair,
0: it isn't like yeah, dream team, yeah,
3: they work so well together, it's crazy,
1: yeah, yeah, it's just like there's it's like that perfect pairing, and i I love that Dan Moore's designs for the bat family and everyone, like it's great,
3: yeah, uh, so the book starts with um kind of the Batman family and the Superman family uh meeting, and like kind of having gone on a mission um and then it's like supergirl's like uh batmite and missile Mito- missile Mito- were pretending to be us um and that actually fooled you and it's like well I didn't fool jimmy olsen because setting up the jimmy olsen is is uh has a kind of a thorough line in this book of him achieving the the investigative journalist uh like
1: him actually being good at yeah, that well, <laughs> yeah
3: well kind of good <laughs> Kind of good. So, Him so, uh, trying out. Yeah. It.
0: Was that not a real recap of the last issue? Like, no. Like, if I go no. out and get that's last not issue, last not the last issue. or Mixel, like, that's nope. awesome.
3: Because last issue was Supergirl and Robin going on a date. Oh, that yeah. issue was so good. Yeah. The worst Yeah, so this ever. was
1: like a... This was like like they do in classic cartoons like oh that yeah. was a fun adventure right. and I, you yeah. never know what I the always, fuck it was i
0: always love when episodic stuff does that when we start mm-hmm. an episode at the end of a thing and then go right into it a,
1: yeah a, such a the great next thing mode. yeah like that shit never happened and it's just like i want that issue but we're never gonna get it
3: yeah <laughs> so then we get to um the the main plot which is essentially um someone has murdered simon stagg uh and simon stagg is a lex Luthor type billionaire in dc that um has uh that uh well like bruce wayne was about to have a have a meeting with and then it's essentially um the the next few uh, pages are clark and bruce both explaining to robin and jimmy olsen who simon stagg is and um and who
1: Rex Mason is, right. I think, yep. like, his bodyguard, we, right? We
3: get uh, the story of Rex Mason, who's one of my favorite superheroes, Metamorpho, um, and we get his origin, which is essentially, he was Indiana Jones, and he was, <laughs> fell in love with this girl who is Simon Stagg's daughter, and Simon Stagg hated him and thought that his daughter <laughs> was way too good for, uh, way too good for him, so essentially comes up with this mission uh, this Indiana Jones treasure hunt that is uh, going to, like, where he kind of engineers his death at the end of it, but he offers him millions to go on this trip. Um, and he has this other bodyguard named Java, who's this huge, like, hulking character. And so Java and Rex go and try to get um, this this artifact, and Java uh, pushes Rex into a room, with this meteor and essentially, like, Cronenberg body horrors himself yeah, gets squelchy. yeah into a puddle. Um, but Metamorpho is essentially this, like, you know, he's an element man. He's all of these different base elements as a person. And um, the way he reconstitutes himself is essentially Sapphire, who is the, his love interest, uh, you know, sticking with him and kind of uh, day by day essentially gets him to, to reform into a person. That's where he becomes the superhero metamorpho. Um, and he can like mix his elements together into different uh, powers. So he's like Sandman. If Sandman was made of a bunch of stuff and could turn into a gas and a liquid, he's, he's great. There's, <laughs> I love him so yeah. much. What a Um, good
2: stand-by-your-man moment. Uh, Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Sapphire is awesome.
2: Like, Literally got
1: turned into
3: Goop. Yeah. Yep.
2: Just like, yeah, don't worry. I'll stick with you, Mr. Goop Man.
3: Sentient Goop. Yeah. So, yeah, we we learn about um, Rex and what happened to him. And then uh, it cuts back to Batman and Superman stopping a uh, robbery at a museum that Rex is also uh, trying to prevent, um, and then they talk to him and they tell him that Simon is dead, because obviously he's the like key witness. Um, he hates Simon because you know yeah, he's just the, the easy suspect. suspect. Right. suspect yeah, not, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's the prime suspect. Um, and uh, he he because he got killed by some weird means too, or something like he, that. Well, like, he was killed in a room that locked like from gas. the inside. No, That's yeah, was, he yeah. he was killed from the. Uh, he was killed from a room that walked in the inside and the a guy who can turn into gas and hates his guts is probably the most yeah. likely suspect. <laughs> uh, but then... Makes sense. Um, as they are explaining to Rex, uh, Jimmy Olsen cracks what he thinks is the case and is showing his uh, investigation reports to uh, Clark and Clark's like, no, where'd you come up with this? This isn't correct. And then they're like, well, Perry took a look at it and they're already moving on because this is, uh, they're already like moving forward with printing this because it's obviously the, the correct um, or the, you know, the, the leading suspicion, which is they publish his story and it's Bruce Wayne is, the, is actually the suspect and getting arrested.
2: <laughs>
3: Good job, Jimmy.
0: Yeah, way to go, Jimmy. <laughs> fucking
3: up
2: (laughs) fucking nailed it bud Uh, the
0: character designs in this book are so good i I think like this is the best batman it's looked in a while
2: (laughs) we are so lucky that we're still getting dan mora interiors because he's too good like he's he's one of these people that like should have moved on to covers by now but he just clearly loves it and is like can actually make deadlines which i feel like most artists this good cannot do Uh, there
0: are these little details about him and Jorge man like Mm -hmm. specifically the bat shield on his chest is the 89 bat symbol it has the extra points by the tail (laughs) I was so
3: happy that uh it's great he got to draw a metamorpho and like just anytime he (laughs) draws like a obscure character that I'm obsessed with it's it's amazing because I can't can't believe that he's still doing uh work like that it's it's great um, and this page yeah,
0: with uh with Jimmy Olsen holding his camera oh, and then like great page. Like uh, the whole story of him doing this investigation played out like on his suit jacket.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's great.
2: Yeah, like you didn't need to flex that hard for like expositional backstory about a guy holding no. a camera. Like you just it's didn't so have beautiful. to flex that hard I'd on us, be- he yeah. Thank god he did. We don't
1: deserve we don't deserve him and Jorge on Batman. Like Yeah. I hope it lasts forever, but we don't deserve it. I'd be it. curious too good. to
3: know if there was an initial pitch for like how long the series is running, because I would have never mm. thought that he'd be doing a 13 issue, like somewhat in continuity, Batman Superman team up. Like this book is just a treat that it's been going so long. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. That's
1: why I felt like it's over now, but like every time once a future came out, I'm just like, all right, how's Dan Moore going to flex on that us one? Definitely this did week? get
3: extended because it was so popular.
1: Yeah and like between him and Tamara and the colors in that that book is unreal. So if you're a fan of the art in here. And like obviously it's Karen Gillen so it's great. And uh, Wade is killing it, it with out. the
3: scripts just I mean he's yeah. he's been writing comics for so long now that it's just crazy that it's still this disengaging. is This is
1: one of those um this is like when I pick it up like this is what I want these characters to feel like like it just feel like mark wade just like it's pitch perfect on all these characters yeah 100
0: it's, it's the
2: best that i it, felt so well about done. like batman specifically since grant morrison yeah. was writing batman because it's it, great it is so like bright and colorful and like really embraces the goofy parts of like the 60s shit while still telling a great story and just being fucking gorgeous
3: so
0: i just think i have want this personality batman on the big screen i want this Batman. oh it'd be movie. so
3: good yeah with actual color yeah
0: yeah,
1: yeah. that too mm-hmm. yeah well speaking of awesome looking batman books hey <laughs> got batman one more one bad day not one more day, even more
3: of an artist day. flex good lord that, mm-hmm. yeah uh
1: rachel ghoul number one by tom taylor ivan Rice, and danny meeky um so yeah this is like obviously the next in the batman one bad day Um, this book was not what I expected. So we kind of have this, uh, just the story of initially it's, um, Roz kind of talking about this time when he was a child running away from like this battle, someone chasing him down and like, uh, and then being saved by the wolves in the woods before he's gunned down and is eventually, Carried away on the river, and that's what he sees every time when he wakes up from the Lazarus pit, and then like it shocks him awake that he's in this new reality that he's actually in this present. Um, and he's greeted by Talia every time, just saying, "You know, you're Raziel Ghul, the demon head. I'm your daughter. You're safe. You're loved," and kind of talks him through. And then he kind of gets back to work. Um, and he just kind of it gets a look into the brain of him coming back and it's like it's not he's not shocked by coming back or remembering the past it's like realizing every time he wakes up the world is still fucked and he's trying to fix it in his own way Mm. and
2: uh yeah same big same
1: yeah and then we have this very touching like he's so they say he's 700 years old at this point and like this opening scene is him we see (coughs) We see him over the years rescuing this wolf named Nadja. Um, and because like some slavers took him and like he if has a relationship with the wolves and their ancestors because they saved him as a kid. And like the opening scene is like this wolf having fucking cancer and having to be put down and they waited until Raz was resurrected from the Lazarus pit to keep him alive and he ends up having to he ends up you know putting the dog down and he's like he's hardened his heart against death but this loss is impossible to hold at bay so like just like right from the jump i'm like cool cool we're just gonna the the man and his love for his dog is the only thing that can make this immortal man cry cool this is where i'm at sunday afternoon oh my god But like it's a characterization of this character you don't get very often, right? It's just like, oh, he's just the assassin guy. It's like that's it's he's got layers, man.
2: And like the only thing he does care about is like nature and animals and like top. Right. So this <laughs> next about.
1: uh the rest of this book will kind of like the highlights is basically he has a top thirty list of effectively uh the worst people on the planet. And over the years, he's fi- figured out... So it starts off with like these two like head CEOs of these huge corporations. Um, the head of Rox Corp. <laughs> There's a great scene where Bruce is talking to Damien, trying to track this murder down, and Bruce is like, um, yeah, this is who it is. He's a family... He was a friend of my father's. He's like, oh, who who would want him dead? And he's like, oh, well, he's the owner and CEO of Rox Corp. Damien's just like, oh, so everyone would a- want him dead. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so effectively... Batman's trying to figure out, he, you know, since he's a good detective, he figures out that their boat didn't just randomly explode and there's all these random, seemingly disconnected murders that are putting people in power that align with Roz's vision, effectively removing despot corporate leaders and putting uh, more forward-thinking, progressive people in their place.
2: So, who's the villain? It's
1: great. That's why this book's so fucking good.
2: <laughs> I didn't get a chance to read this, and now I'm mad that I didn't.
1: It's really good, yeah. Like So basically, right now, Batman's is like, oh, you shouldn't wholesale murder people, and Roz is like, but also, these are terrible Counterpoint,
2: people. these guys have done more net damage to the planet than I could ever do exactly. to a single person, so... And this
1: is where th- you get the great, character that he is so batman confronts him once he figures out what the plan is batman and damien and then bruce's line is like i won't kill anybody um he kind of takes damien hostage and he's like look i'll kill him if you keep fighting and uh, bruce gives himself up then ross kind of just basically talks about look i've been alive for a really long time i've basically seen this world rot and i'm i'm done i'm done with it um so if you're gonna stop me." like you're going to have to kill me. Um so instead of that, uh Roz just kills Batman.
2: Oh, fuck. <laughs> just, just
1: kills Batman and uh the next scene is basically Roz taking out the rest of that top 30 hit list and killing all of these people in like different ways that look like accidents. He doesn't always kill all of them. Um like one of them <laughs> talks about like um you know slowly poisoning someone's cancer treatment over a couple months one blowing up how did he put it uh the smug oligarchs rocket ship (laughs) yeah thought that was a nice touch is it
2: dick shaped (laughs) yes it is (laughs) i was joking that's a billion dollar hobby
1: rocket of a smug oligarch
2: incredible
1: but then there's like, and then this is the other side of it, right? So he's taking on individuals, and this is where the, the gray area comes in. So he's like, the one is like an economic conference where these titans of industry, there's 10 or 11 of them. But he basically built the, the building that they're in. He knows basically how to make the gas leak fall. So, he, But to make it look like it was an inside job and they're targeted, to kill those 11 people on stage, he had to kill the 3,000 people that were also in the convention mm, hall.
2: That's not as good.
1: And that's where it's like the any means necessary thing is coming in. It's like, yes, you may be doing net good, but you're doing pretty fucked up shit on the way.
2: Yeah, especially if it is like a like a climate conference, because the people, just the people that are there, probably care. I'm sure the corporate sponsors don't give a fuck, and they're there. There's an
1: amazing scene from the show Loot, a very similar um, type of conference. The show with Maya Rudolph and basically talking about those conferences are bullshit and billionaires shouldn't exist. It was great. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so if you're a fan of my Rudolph. It's a great show.
2: But uh, I just,
1: you know, again, like this was a characterization of like, you know, you don't really get that side. Like you say, he's, this is a character that he's been alive a long time. Cause he's trying to fix the world, but he's just going by it very brutally. He's going to kill whoever he needs to, to fix it in the way he sees fit.
2: Honestly, if I had um, to choose yeah. between having, batman be real or having Rosal ghoul be real
1: yeah no, i'm not here gonna
2: say i choose the <laughs> guy that just killed three thousand people randomly but
1: it's hard to not it's hard to root against them though in some ways in and in, yeah. in
2: most ways it's literally like um you remember in fucking Black Panther when Killmonger just like randomly brutally murdered a bunch of people and it's like, oh, you had to do that to make him the bad guy because every one thing he was saying before that was like
1: he was yeah. the hero.
0: Let's not make right. him it's too very relatable. similar. <laughs> right.
1: And I think I feel like that's a very similar vibe here. Yeah, exactly. I just like the cunning and the planning of it all. It's very calculated. It's very it was a good look at the character and like they resurrect Bruce right after he finishes the hit list so they have a nice <laughs> knock him down fight. And instead of just like letting him win, he just like jumps off a cliff and kills himself and then just gets resurrected later. <laughs> and he gets a new little pup and he gets a new little puppy. Oh, good. good but since him. he knows that the plan worked, he wakes up and he's no longer afraid of the future because he was able to get through his hit list and now he's got a nice new little puppy. Oh. Maybe like really like like feel for my, my guy even though he's a Seven-year-old mass murder. Like made me feel for my dude. You know. You know. He, he's had a rough go of it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely,
2: to s- I definitely need someone call him a terrorist. I definitely someone call him a hero. So I definitely <laughs> need to sit down and read this because yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's and we were talking about it earlier. It's gorgeous. Oh yeah. Like this is talk about some good-looking Batman shirtless Batman mm-hmm. Roswell ghoul fighting, mm-hmm. literally flexing on us. <laughs> um. But yeah, this is another gorgeous Batman book, so this is probably one of my favorites of this series, but I, re- I really like this one. Stupid comic book making me cry. <laughs> Fuckers.
0: All right. We ready to do this?
1: Yeah, let's go. Yeah, how do you want to do this? You want me to just try to uh, we could just roll through this? Well,
0: I
2: think we should, Uh, you know, if you didn't listen to our episodes on um, Jeff Lemire we Animal Man or Scott Snyder yeah. Um uh Swamp Thing, shame on you, number one. Number two, uh both of those we kind of stopped where it led into yeah. the Rot World stuff. So uh, where we those last, were last left...
0: season, right?
3: One was Animal Man was Yeah,
2: what well, Animal Man was last season, okay. but Swamp Twom- Thing was this season. So where we last left Animal Man, um, he and his family were on the run from the unmen and like the war the 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 um the three hunters. That are all kind of agents of the rot. Um, so the rot was the kind of stepping out of line and trying to take over more of the world and destroy. Specifically,
1: they're trying to convince Maxine. Maxine to yeah, they're him. trying to yep. take
2: or and or kill Maxine, who is like going to be the second avatar of the Red after Buddy Animal Man. She's the cho- true
1: yeah. chosen one. Yeah, he's just the Buddy's the Buddy's the fill-in, so he's not as strong as she would be.
2: Yeah. Um, so Like, the-
1: Alec is the true avatar of the green, so he is like, he's very powerful, but, mm-hmm. like, Buddy's kind of just, he's on loan, basically. Yeah, he's like, we need and the, somebody. The fucked up part is, like, the parliament tells him that. It's like, you're a stand-in. Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: they made yeah, him, like, <laughs> they gave him powers because they were trying to, like, prop up the future avatar. So they, yeah. like, right, went to exactly. his, to her family line.
0: Yeah. And she yeah. is four years old.
3: She's four years old, yes.
0: Which is, and it's, she it's hard to keep cat. that in mind and keep that in focus because of some of this shit that they put this poor little girl through in this book.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's fucked
2: up. Well, I mean, we, we come from a long line of fucking with uh, the Baker family. That's kind of yeah. the whole thing yeah. with Animal Man. Um,
1: yeah, Lemira definitely keeps that tradition. Yeah.
2: Um, so that's, that's the Animal Man side is essentially it ends with him trying to get to Swamp Thing being like, yo, the shit's fucked, let's go handle it. Um, yeah, they and, go to
1: Louisiana and team up.
2: Yeah, and then the, the Swamp Thing aspect is him. You know, we talked about that earlier this season. Essentially, Alec w- came back to life as a human and then kind of accepted his role as the the true Avatar. So, like, the, when he was first made Avatar, he essentially, like, it was a fluke. Like, they needed him to be the Avatar, so they brought his corpse. Like, the, the plants absorbed his corpse, so he wasn't truly alive and he wasn't truly the, the avatar of the green. Now he is a human underneath the green shell uh, so he is truly the green avatar now um, and him and Abby have teamed back up fallen in love again and now they are uh, on the run from Anton Arcane, Abby's uncle and she's realized that because... she, she's the true avatar of the rot but doesn't want to accept it. Um,
1: yeah and because um... Um the green kind of flexed on him and brought Alec back. Yeah. They like broke a rule. So the Rot's like, Alright,
3: well, we're gonna bring one of ours back.
2: Yeah. So so Anton <laughs> And brought even, back
3: the worst mm, one. Yeah, even
2: though Anton's been dead, uh the the Parliament of the of the trees like kind of cheated. So then the Parliament of Decay was like, Yeah, okay, we're gonna cheat yes. too. Fuck you. Yep. Um so Which
1: that's- is, it's just Leave that motherfucker dead.
2: Yeah, he's, yeah, <laughs> we don't need him at all. Yeah. So essentially so this, this kicks off. Yeah, this kicks off with them teaming up and being like, okay, well, there's a portal into Rot World, let's fucking go. Like, let's, let's. there's a portal into the Rot and we're gonna, we're, we we knocked some of them down so we're gonna strike while the iron's hot and we're gonna fucking take down Arcane once and for all in his own domain.
0: That I was like nuts. how they keep, and, uh... they keep an umbilical cord attached to Swamp Thing. Like, he attaches a root. Mm-hmm around a tree so they can find their way back through the rot. Yeah, and
1: um, spoiler,
0: did not work. No, well, well, shit kept pouring out of the portal into into the real world, and it was like, okay, we need to close this off.
1: Well, they were lured into a trap. Basically, they were trying to strike with our hot, and Anton's like, ha gotcha, bitch. Yeah, yeah that was um, my plan. Th- you,
2: you fell for um,
1: it. This is my place of power. So they get cut off because it's spewing out. And eventually they kind of just are falling through the rot as I, I love this art because this is this this is a paquette issue and it's fucking it's so good. Um, They're just kind of slowly falling through as they battle and then they land in their world, but a year later, yeah, and they've only been in the rot for a couple hours to them, so time moves different in the rot. so by the time they leave rot world, it's already over the whole the whole planet is completely fucked, yeah,
0: and yeah, it's, so the entire planet is taken over by the rot,
1: and then we just kind of we get the fill in in between the different stories, but the overarching battle the 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 two missions is. Buddy gets dropped closest to where the remnants of the Red are. Um,
2: Which is in immediately like San has Diego, to fight. right?
1: Uh it's in like the West Coast, like yeah. LA-ish area or something. But like, he immediately has to fight a zombie hawk man. <laughs> <laughs> and luckily, he's got Steel, uh, Beast Boy,
2: Black Orchid, and this character, and, and Black Orchid, and John. Yeah, Constantine. they
1: bring him back to the Red. Yeah, Constantine's at the Red. Because, of course, he
0: is. -hmm. I like how Beast Boy's Um, red uh, in this. Yeah.
2: Yeah, basically, the only people that are able to resist the rot are people that have a strong connection to either the green or the red through their powers. So, like, Black Orchid was... I think she's, like, a science experiment. She's, like, a hybrid of the two. Well, she's, like, a science experiment. Like Like, she was, like, made in a lab, but she was, like... Yeah, she's got a connection to both the green and the red. Beast Boy, obviously connected to the, the red. steel
1: went non-organic yeah, yeah. Steel, steel was just is like just i'm just gonna robot
2: yeah so he he got rid of his organic body entirely um and and Good constantine is with just with constantine my...
1: yeah we <laughs> meet up with my boy uh fucking shepherd love that guy oh yeah the shepherd of the... some of this we meet... if you read the Animan, he's the fucking butter, best. butter, uh, butter baker <laughs> calls him butter baker butter yeah baker, blondie
2: man <laughs> i love blondie him.
1: man love that shit He's so fucking good. And character he is,
2: kind that character is really fun if you read him as Matt Barry.
0: <laughs> oh, oh man. I kept, I kept trying to think who. That's I, good. I, I kept reading <laughs> him as uh, as Taika Waititi, and it didn't work.
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, that, that is solid. also good, but you really got to go Matt Barry. <laughs>
1: or Reese Darby. <laughs> but make a
2: Baker Blondie, man. <laughs>
1: um yeah and in between this we're kind of getting snippets back to what's happening to like the individual family so like uh
2: well, what's happening to them right before the world went to shit what's
1: happening in real time while they're getting yeah spoiler the bakers
0: have a bad time <laughs> we do a lot of skipping through time in such a book. bad time <clears throat> <clears throat> so we keep effectively yeah that yeah we, we keep, yeah, we're bouncing back and forth we get um right? we get swamp thing and animal man a year from now we get buddy baker's family. <laughs> right before the rot and then we get this like, we'll flashback it. annual that goes back way the hell back
1: and we get Abby's story well that ties into Abby's yeah, yeah and
2: Abby thing. is trying to go hit arcane at his fortress in, in like the, the where like, she grew up eastern which has Europe a f- like town that she grew up in is like yeah. which is like yeah mm, basically yeah,
1: yeah. it's basically all dead and there's a flower that makes her forget stuff so they none of them fucking remember they went there
0: we'll get to it
3: yeah hate when that happens, yeah,
1: basically, the bakers all get taken by the rot, and Maxine gives herself up to try to save her family, and then they lie to her because uh the rot is terrible
0: and uh, so, Maxine meets um what's his name is it william arcane the the one with yeah, the his nephew. Ne- yeah the kid yep what, what did we call him a necropath
1: oh, that's effectively what he is, yeah,
0: he can control that's what they all really decay? are, yeah
1: yeah because abby technically is that as well she just doesn't um she rejects the power because she was raised by a monster both literal and figuratively yeah (laughs) um and this kid's a little shit shit. yeah he's just a little baby arcane, anton he's terrible um, we bounce back and forth between Animal Man and Swamp Thing as the story progresses. So the Swamp Thing drops, he drops in the green and is greeted by a very badass um battle kitted out Poison Ivy. She
2: mad. Yeah. She and, big mad. <laughs>
1: yeah, and Deadman. Yeah. Um when they're like uh they're like, Oh, I'm he's like, I'm Alan Moore, I'm Alec Holland, Swamp Thing, and Poison Ivy's like, the fuck you are.
2: Also, <laughs> did you just call him Alan Moore?
0: I yeah, on accident. Alan Moore. Yeah. <laughs> dude these yannick uh, pages my god they're incredible dude
1: it's not fair uh this also kind of shows us abby crashing in a because their plane got taken over by the rot so we kind of slowly get filled in on what happened to her and Uh, also uh, these these things are
2: all being told like a year previous like before rot world Um, yeah and the entire time so, essentially, Animal Man in California and uh, Swamp Thing in Louisiana both realize that they need to get to Anton's, like, fortress to save their respective. Like, basically, uh, Buddy... we well, they fe- both
1: have missions first. Yeah,
2: Buddy feels Maxine's presence still in the world. So, he's like, she's yes. alive. Fuck you. Don't tell me she's dead. I know yeah. I- Ar- Arcane has her, and I'm going to go fucking get her no matter what. And and then yep. uh, Alec is saying the same thing, but about uh, Abby. And he's like, "I feel Abby's presence in this world. She's with Arcane, and I'm going to go save her." <laughs> and everyone's like,
1: "Bro, no, they're fucking dead. No, and they like, are they're
2: like, super, no, they're not. They're <laughs> super dead. We watched them die. <laughs> Abby's literally been decapitated. Nah, dog, yeah. they're dead. Um, but you know, uh, they can. But feel then everyone's
1: them. like, okay, if you if you're gonna go, you're gonna have to go to these other places and get back up first.
2: Exactly. Which brings us to Frankenstein." I do
1: love love in between that we're getting these like recaps of all of the heroes, like the major heroes. Like, I feel like they had like every major DC hero at the time is like thrown in and zombified in this book. Yeah, very, very
2: strong, like um, Blackest Night vibes from just how much they had so many zombie version of all the heroes. It's so good. But yeah, essentially. Yeah,
1: then effectively we get Frankenstein called upon, and we just kind of he eventually
2: well, through his adventures. So, so Frankenstein, finding, um, agent of shade, is uh, <laughs> such a DC comic book, and essentially it's the same as the you know the Mary Shelley Frankenstein, but like comic bookified. So um, he. Uh, hates the shit out of Victor and he's impervious to the rot because of his makeup you know the the way he was created he's already dead and impervious to rot at that point so he's one of the few people that isn't getting fucked up by the shit but Victor being the piece of shit that he is chose to side with the rot yeah. when everything went down yeah. um cuz he saw the potential for power so victor the victor frankenstein is uh the the current avatar of the rot he's he's kind of like the the sidekick to arcane and kind of has his own um army of yeah, he's, been bes- he's
1: been bestowed power
2: exactly so he's yeah. coming after uh the frank let's just call him frank so we don't confuse the two and frank <laughs> and uh, the other agents of shade including velcro who's like a like a man bat creature which is great <laughs> Velcoro, what, are the I, agent,
0: I... what are the agents of shade I got really lost here is this just um, a spoof I on what... shield
2: no I it's mean... a spoof on the BPRD really it's it, it's it was just in... DC doing a BPRD it's, it's the creature commandos was the original place that Frankenstein became a DC character yeah it is, and it's like the howling commandos but if they were all just like Hell monsters of some kind, so yeah. like Frankenstein and Velcro. I I was reading it as
3: Velcro the whole time. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, but uh, Jeff Lemire wrote the beginning of the book in when it started as a New Fifty Two title, but this, these issues are written by Matt Kent. But that's great.
2: And um, uh, J M Demattis wrote the original um Creature Commandos, um, in the like eighties or whatever. um <laughs> That's and we are I think getting an animated movie of that. So, you know, look out for for fucking Frankenstein in the DCU soon.
0: This um, stuff was so cool. Like it's I, I never cool. I never yeah, knew no, like, about this until this and oh, it really? just kind of crept up because it was just kind of thrown into the mix of issues that we had to read and I was like, "What He's, on earth yeah, this is, is this?" this is
2: just fucking Hellboy. Look at it. Like I love this just, shit. Yeah, of course. After I the, I can't believe you never read it. After yeah. his
3: book gets canceled <laughs> Uh, Lemire puts him on Justice League Dark because Lemire writes Justice League Dark, I think, longer than any of his other New Fifty Two works.
2: And and he's in Grant Morrison's um, Seven Soldiers of, uh, yeah, um, Seven Soldiers so of Victory. Cool. Victory. I was, was about to say Seven Soldiers of Fortune. It's like that's not what it's called. I thought uh, Frank
3: would have been like the the rot's main like player, but no. Well, I, I like think. that so, He's like fuck you. I'm already the dead. Opposite.
0: He, well, he doesn't immune. rot because he's dead and doesn't decay. Like, well, the whole, his whole
1: storyline is he's going to find the pieces of Victor's machine that created him because, like yeah, I'm like saying, he's made of dead parts, but he doesn't decay and is alive now. So he's, he's not affected by the Yeah, and Yeah, so essentially his it, takes, mission,
2: it takes things that are rotting and turns them into living tissue. Yeah, because so, yeah, he's not like alive the, the and he's soul. not
0: dead. He's some third thing. Yeah. yeah, he's in the middle he's somewhere. A secret
2: third option.
0: His mission <laughs> um, is to build yeah. that machine, but the machine, yeah, the soul,
2: the soul grinder. By the way, is the right. name of the Great machine. Name. The
3: machine and, it, and all the parts are hidden in colossus. Yeah, like, this is
0: just a video game plot. It is. It's just, it's yeah, just Toe Jam and Earl. They got to. They got to put together the spaceship. Yeah.
1: this is just a fucking video game. I'm like, this is awesome.
2: Yeah, so the yeah, he, and the last he one he goes
0: to
1: this island,
2: Easter Island specifically.
1: <laughs> goes to Easter Island, manifested by these animatronic women that went there to as, as refuge, but their paradise has been destroyed. So they like Voltron into a giant broadsword to kill the island.
2: <laughs> broad it's fucking sword. awesome. <laughs> uh, get it? Because they're broad.
1: That was pretty good. Uh-huh. But then he basically has all his followers, and to help out in the battle, he just turns his entire. Army into Frankenstein's,
2: yeah, it's great. He, he, he puts the, so, so the soul grinder is basically so a Frankenstein just like army. a portal yeah. that cr- that turns them all into Frankenstein's, yeah. and it fucking rules. And then and he then, is and also then there's, like
0: th- there's also Victor, the 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 creator of Frankenstein, who's also like an avatar yeah. of the rot. He's like this mushroom man, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Real, yeah he he bought
1: shit. in with the rot um early on. So that's all kind of going on in the background. So yeah, that's that, but that's an
2: a- added like that's that's kind of another piece that adds into the big final finale where they all yeah. kind of team up and help each other defeat the rot. Oh.
0: not gonna um, lie, I would trip off annual. some uh, some Victor Frankenstein mushrooms. I'd do it.
2: Oh, you're gonna have a bad time. Uh, <laughs> when was the last time you read? Frankenstein uh, by Shelley because man, it is a bummer. It is all just existential dread. So if you ate one of those mushrooms, it would just be like, why am I? Just bad the whole trip. Time.
0: Bad. bad trip, I've had those bad trip trips. vibes
2: the whole time.
1: <laughs> so our other two main players, they're on their their mission to get their weapons. So Animal Man is going to Gotham to get something, and Swamp Thing is sent to um no he's on Go- he's going to Gotham. yeah vice, vice Sorry, versa he went to gotham animal man's going to metropolis um, metropolis
2: because they heard he, they heard that there is a secret weapon buried a, a under secret Metrop- weapon uh, Yeah, somebody is in prison under metropolis and they're like wait why would if if anton was so scared of this person why would he leave him in metropolis and they're like oh because he, he's intimidate. like it's an actual threat so he, he wanted to be as far away from him as fucking possible so, also he can protect
0: the, it with a zombie superman
2: no that one was yeah. protected by um the fucking black black briar yeah the the living town the living oh right so, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah we'll just tell
1: we'll tell them in one so Lemire or sorry animal man is going I love on his way he they have to pass through gorilla city mm. and fight the army of the cast off gorillas and Grodd so you get um the I can't remember his fucking Mr. name. Monsieur top of my head. Mala,
2: yeah, Don't Mala. You we dare get Mala from fucking, Monsieur yeah. Mala and his Mala. life mate, brain in a jar. The brain, the yeah, fucking. and then the
1: fucking they they kill the brain and and, so and fuck shit up. <laughs> uh, Frankenstein kind of teams up with them, so they kind of and his horde of undead horses and things and shit. They're gonna be um, talking kind about of
0: that until CNN for a while.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> um... <laughs> And my favorite part of that scene, uh, like, there's little tidbits throughout this whole book, but like, as they're marching towards a metropolis, there's like a scene of all of the people, but you see Beast Boy, you see Beast Boy as a giraffe, but he's wearing Mala's bullets and hat. Yeah,
2: that cracked me up. (laughs) Like, You're you're not going to leave those. Those are fucking great. It's fucking great, Also, canonically, that is Che Guevara's beret. So like yeah, that's a right. that's a fucking piece of history. That's there. a piece of history. You're not gonna yeah, leave exactly. that <laughs> in the rock world.
1: It's <laughs> fucking hilarious, dude. Um, and he's like they show him sleeping. Beast Boy is such a great addition to here. Like, and he fits perfectly with Animal. But, like, he's just like as a cat, and he's just like laying with his hat. It's fucking great. <laughs> um, but yeah, they get to Metropolis and they find, and it's Black Briar. like the living city, is like this old wizard, but it's a um. What's hidden there is actually a Green Lantern,
2: and it and it's a Green Lantern from a a planet that is made entirely uh, Medfil.
1: Yes, Metfil. his name is Medfil. Um, so he's a plant guy. He's a
2: plant guy. Yeah, it's a it's a planet of like plant based sentient life. So they're like, well, yeah. all the other Green Lanterns fucking died. So the person, the one the one Green Lantern that has a connection to either the red or the green is the one we should send. So we're gonna send the plant Green Lantern. Right. Um, but he immediately gets uh besieged and is unable to like recharge his ring. So he's like stuck and in- he just gets captured. Hmm.
1: Yeah. So they eventually, we get some great body morphing animal man in here as he turns into different animals to burrow through this fucking thing. This, this art is so squelchy, man. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So it's, wiggly. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, and then they have a powered up green lantern who just starts fucking shit up. <laughs> um, and then they're kind of set up for the final battle, and then we will circle back. Swamp Thing, he's going to he Gotham. He builds a little
3: lettuce boat. He builds a <laughs> little I hope they lettuce run, boat. Don't run into any icebergs. Yeah, yeah. he should be all right.
1: God it's damn him it! And, uh, <laughs> him and Dead Man go to Gotham together because uh, after Swamp Thing kind of gets supercharged a little bit, he leaves the Green <laughs> to go get this weapon. It, but they don't know what it is they just know that like um, batman
2: yeah. had some kind of contingency plan that d- never got used um
1: he always but, does but we run into fucking we run into william arcane who's just like he's just dead shit aquaman now yeah
2: uh, well they i mean if we're thinking like gotham city is like new york or philly or whatever they they're like oh it'd be really easy to just like ride up Gotham Harbor into the city so like it'd be way faster than uh, walking yeah. so that's why he makes yeah. the boat but they didn't figure that there'd be like dead psychopath 10-year-old aquaman um <laughs>
1: yeah um, yeah his least his favorite his whole deal yeah,
0: with Rotworld is they cuz I think he has aquaman
1: too yeah, yeah. So he's yeah, like Lord of the uh, Dead the, dead shit. the, the yeah, dead Ar- Oceans. Literally the Dead yeah. Sea.
3: Yeah.
2: Arcane was like promised his his little fucking sociopathic shit, grandson. He's tense.
3: No scrolls. He's, he's just... He's,
1: just he's also riding his pet Starro. I don't know if you guys yeah, caught yeah, that. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> dead a, Starro. Gotta love a good Starro. Which, how does that happen? Because Starro is in space. Dude, who the
0: fuck knows? Isn't Starro I, also like unkillable? So how...
3: Yeah, he spores everyone. Maybe he just
1: got corrupted. I don't know if they kill him, but like they can be corrupted by the rot um which I, ve- I think effectively kills them. I would have
3: just kept going to another planet. And been like, nope.
1: Yeah, Star was like, "No, nah, I don't need to stop here. I'll I'll see you guys later." <laughs> Maybe they got him when he was Jaro. Mm.
3: Yeah, and they raised him and they raised him. they raised them up? Yeah. I like the um the explanation <laughs> for Green Lanterns like Oa essentially the Guardians like uh, cut off of earth with a with a like a green lantern filter. So like yeah, yeah. just
2: they just quarantine that to yeah. like yeah. we're not going back. This is there.
0: so bad. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like spraying some green spray around everywhere.
1: I <laughs> yeah. uh, love this scene. Yeah, I and mean, then he eventually makes it to the bat cave and we get um uh bat Bruce is a full on rot monster. And we get Man Bat, Barbara Gordon, (laughs) Girl Bat, Woman, Girl Bat, maybe. Man, I guess so. Woman. So if Batman's man man bat, bat.
0: then Bat Girl woman bat. bat. Woman bat. Woman bat.
1: Yeah. So we get Barbara Gordon, who can transform into a bat because to save her, Batman gave uh, her the last Man Bat serum, so they could survive. Yeah. Essentially, he was like like working too
2: hard on the cure to save himself. So, yeah. like, he was already succumbing to it when he's just, like... They were, they were standing around trying to figure out what to do, and he just, like, shot her with it. And it's just like, nope, I made the decision for you. Fuck you. Go save the world. I find
0: it and interesting... now you are a bat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I find it interesting that humans, as an animal, don't have an innate connection to the red. Because, like... Well, I mean... Which, like, I think some... I- at least in the SWAT and the, like,
1: Animal Man, I haven't I read a ton of it, but, like, I feel like some do, but, like, I wouldn't be surprised that most but the, don't. But the whole thing
3: of- is the man-bat serum protects you because it gives you a connection to the red.
2: Well, I think like it's because it gives a connection. stronger connection. It's also, mm. I mean, yeah. if we're just... I, but, if, yeah, I agree. This is me just extrapolating from, like, if I were writing it. Um, humans, yeah. traditionally... Are not very connected to nature, or the fact like the refusal to acknowledge that we are animals means that we can disassociate and like wholesale slaughter animals so easily that it's like it's second nature to us because we don't think of ourselves as animals. I mean, mean? animals kill each other.
0: If the the rock can, if if the rock can overcome like gorillas and and and, like giant boar monsters and and sharks and shit, like wouldn't it be able to overcome a bat too?
3: Well those things are it could maybe be maybe like, it's the uh, double up I maybe think it's, it's human and bat the more animals you are th- the more i think <laughs> it's the sentient
1: or it's probably the sentience comes into it because gorilla Grodd didn't get hit by that oh, I see yeah that was just it, a, you know what i'm saying yeah
2: the, the gorilla city was just being a dick none of them were actually
1: yeah burned. gorilla city was just fine and they, yeah they ran, roved into their territory they were just
0: being dickheads but they were all but, fine but the rot does take quote, over quote. animals in this story
1: It does Yeah, it it could take over. I I, I think it's like, I always read it as like a will thing. Like, if you didn't have a strong connection to or like a strong enough connection to a force that's able to fight it. Like, the only other two forces that are able to fight it are the red and the green. So if you're not strongly connected, it's just going to take over. Mm. Because there's nothing innately to fight it. But I'm wondering, like you said, kind of to Casey's point, like, maybe not all humans get taken over because they have a stronger connection, but you know, animals may be stronger, more in tune with the red. It's
0: a real complicated and game people. of rock paper scissors.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, red green rot.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So we get to Gotham, and the only refuge is Arkham, being held together by elementals, effectively Killer Croc, uh, Mister Freeze, and all these stuff. Because Batman told him he put a a bomb in their neck that would go off if less th- if the population got less than 200 in Arkham, and he just straight up lied. Also, it's But it's they've been protecting dick. everyone don't forget, anyway.
2: Don't forget the most fucked up of the three people holding it up. It's Mr. Freeze, Killer Croc, and Jason Woodrow. Oh, and, and Woodrow, yeah. The fucking yeah. Even man. Fuck. This asshole. Yeah. but
1: Even he's like, yo, this shit's gone too far.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know I wanted to um, do this first, but like, eesh. Yikes.
1: <laughs> Big ol' yikes! Uh, but effectively, what's there is a fuckload of bio Restoring formula that Batman was trying to create, which is the thing that basically made Swamp Thing. The Swamp Thing basically fucking supercharges it and ter- puts it into a giant bat robot. Also, <laughs> awesome. puts it into that. a giant
2: bat robot and he gets a venom thing. He like like bains Bane. himself. He gets a
1: venom thing for him to jack up. Yeah, he banes himself so he so he could jack up his he power. Gets- so he gets a dope.
0: He gets plant, plant bane. Oh
1: my god, this is the coolest organic bane organic-piquette-swamp thing is like the... It's so fucking I cool. just love the bat... The, the fucking big war armor. bat robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great, dude. It's fucking great. Um, It's such a chonky robot. this is basically robot. now.
0: Like, you know what makes a big cling-clang sound when he walks?
2: Oh, yeah. For sure. Like a, yeah, it's like like, a it's like pump, slamming like a, like, pots
0: and pans together.
2: It's like a
3: Bioshock villain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, hundred
1: percent. It looks like a big daddy. For yeah, sure. he just sounds
0: like a bunch of cast iron pans rattling together, <laughs> but full
3: yeah. of like twenty dollar kale juice.
0: Yeah, he's just he's yeah. just full of chlorophyll. Like, no, this
3: is
1: minimum. This is like fifty dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Juice. This shit's this shit's primo, bro. Uh, these so these next two issues are really um, most of it is the final battle um, around Arcane's castle which is protected by the justice league
2: (laughs) yeah this is where we get zombie superman and it's fucked up
1: (laughs) they do some cool shit so they do like zombie flash and like obviously that's not gonna end well (laughs) Mm. (laughs) but like i um bunny kind of puts together all of the powers of like super fast reacting insects so he's able to like See the flash and like trip him up and ev- eventually like impale him on a rock.
2: Yeah, it took his um, fucking head off. There's also like this. This book does not shy. I mean, kind of because of the um, the way it is all solved, it does not shy away from murdering the fuck out of everyone. Like
1: it's killing everybody. Every- either, so
2: far. either everybody is already dead and turned into rot monsters, and then they're murdered. Yeah. Or even like the heroes that are on the good side are just getting fucking picked off. Like, it does not... Like, reading this yeah, whole thing, I'm like, I know for a fact that person's not dead because I have read books since then. Right. So, like, right. what the right.
1: fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, we, we have, like, a knockdown, down throw him down fight with zombie Superman and fucking banged up Swamp Thing. <laughs>
3: so uh, Barbara
1: cool. Batman tries to stab him with kryptonite. Um, but it doesn't fucking work because he's a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're like, well... F- fuck what do we do um and they're just again insane art action sequences like mr freeze gets stabbed by nora um uh but the whole mission they're they're kind of getting their asses beat like the whole frankenstein army the red people uh but then my main man shepherd shows up mm-hmm. with the fucking with the uh, knights of the red and it's just a bunch of dogs with wings and it's fucking incredible these are these are maybe the best group of characters in the in animal man i love animal <laughs> man he's great but shepherd and his crew are the best <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah man so many um, main characters die in this like steel gets cut in half at one point um that velcro demon guy gets to sh- gets killed
1: he gets eaten in the frankenstein yeah doesn't um, dead man get I killed think- too Deadman sacrifices himself to beat William Arcane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's gone already. Um,
2: Constantine gets impaled by somebody. Constantine
1: dies. The floor, uh Medfil, the Green Lantern dies. Oh. And then the ring. The, this is I a great that. Then the ring part. picks. Yeah, picks Frankenstein to be the Green Lantern. And he's like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, well, do dude, Frankenstein, this. He's Green Lantern. Like, reluctantly. Is the best.
2: Yeah, it's like, reluctantly fine. I will be your Green Lantern. The fact that that's it's not continuity. This is after, after he af- got his
1: arm caught off, too. Yeah.
2: It's great. But the yeah, fact so that he has like a Green Lantern continuity. Green
0: arm. It's <laughs> awesome.
2: awesome. I want Frankenstein to continue to be like, where is Frankenstein right now in DC Comics and why isn't he a Green Lantern?
1: This I want this
0: shit. action figure. I want uh, Frankenstein Green Lantern. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. So this is the part of the battle where Arcane's like, hey guys, I got something to show you. <laughs> um, you know that, you know that thing that Maxine and Abby you've been sensing? Uh, yeah, it's, um, it's all the fucked up clones I've made of Abby that have no brains and the, uh, rot monster that Maxine turned into. So here you go, guys.
2: Thank you. Have, you fell for my trap again. fighting them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You've activated my trap card once again. <laughs> it's just so frustrating. He is, good. dude. He's such a good yeah. villain. Cause he's just, he's pure evil unapod- unapologetically yeah. like there's no redeeming quality in him at all he's just truly an evil son of a bitch and ugly like, too like even Makes the parliament of
2: the decay hates him
1: yeah which are going to get to yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um they're like, oh, so they're kind of battling <laughs> yeah uh so they kind of team up and they figured out the only way to really kind of help is to get this bat suit bomb filled of bio restorative formula to blow up and like disperse in the clouds so they can spread the power of the green. Uh, And that's when steel gets chopped down when they're trying to take it out. Um, This doesn't go well for anybody, but eventually they do get it to blow and it kind of restores a little bit of the power and it kind of knocks them back a little bit. Um,
0: Yeah. They have to basically terraform earth.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. well, and it, then they chase Anton works, into the castle. It but everyone's dead. It does work. Everyone's dead. That's, except for, but so they still have to go get Anton. And he's like, ha Again, you've, you, uh, you've activated once, <laughs> once again, another one of my trap cards. Um, and he jumps into a fucking time portal to be like, he fucking Moira's himself. He's like, yeah, I'm going
3: to go try this
1: again. Yeah. See you guys
3: later. It's such an interesting thing. You- like you have this huge event, this huge crossover. And after like, yeah. 12 issues. They they yep. win, but but also kind of not. They win and then they
1: def- and then immediately lose. <laughs> because yeah, they're like, yeah, they, they beat the battle, but the guy's like, well, I'm just gonna do it again so and you guys are. Then they're anyway. stuck in
3: a world where all their loved ones are dead. Like Right, and most yeah. of the planet. <laughs> yeah.
1: And this is when we get to the point Casey's talking about the parliament of, of decay is there, is like, um,
0: Hey, we so we fucked up. We
2: didn't we we def we should we, not have We trusted. fucked up.
0: Should this not, is on us, guys. Yeah.
2: <laughs> should
1: not have we didn't
0: him. even invite him. I don't know what's going on. We keep
1: here. <laughs> we, we keep trusting Arcane and it keeps fucking us mm-hmm. every time. <laughs> um, so they basically open up a portal for Alec and Buddy to go back in time to chase Anton back to basically preventing Rot World from ever happening. So we...
2: It gets (laughs) timey-wimey a little bit.
1: The epilogue drops us right at the, like,
0: basically, like,
1: issue 12 of both of their series. It drops them right back where they were. The epilogue
0: drops us right back at the beginning of the prologue.
2: And it was like yeah. immediately where they fell for the trap and went into the portal. It's like the moment after that is where they come back. Like, like yeah, like they were so, all, they were only and like gone where for they like, needed to be too. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, they were gone for like ten minutes. So like Buddy, yeah.
1: yeah so Buddy gets dropped right where like Maxine and all them are. Right as are about to get tricked by the hunters again, and he's like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so they have a knockdown dragout fight. Maxine flexes her muscles again being four. I love how, um, the cat talks to her and teaches her how to use her powers. Yeah. She has her own. Like, little oh, how- yeah. Cause she's like, kind of like goes in there. It's like the rod's like, Oh, can you feel in there? Like, can you not take the bad stuff? I was like, Oh yeah. Cause like all the hunters are, they used to be people. I thought this was a nice touch. Oh, she basically rips all the bad stuff out of the hunters and it's revealed. It's the, um, It's the guys basically like they're like the they're basically the dudes from the Morrison uh, Animal Man run that was making Buddy because like that's who Buddy thought created Animal Man Um, because they're talking about like their Ascension Chamber and all that shit.
2: Wait, what? Really?
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the annual issue is essentially um, sorry, not the annual. The zero issue is essentially Buddy going to the parliament or the parliament going to Buddy. And being like, we're gonna we need you to have superpowers because your daughter is gonna be the the avatar. So uh Yeah,
2: I know that that much, but these guys look like they're wearing like regular ass jumpsuits. Th- the other ones look I like aliens.
3: Like, yeah, they I think that they was, like show the, up as they... the Morrison aliens. They like appear he they made it yeah. seem like that they were the Morrison aliens as they reach mm-hmm. into his guts. Oh, okay. You, yeah, that's to. in like, right, the yeah, so like the Animal Man. So it's the Parliament yeah, yeah. of the Red, so they, but it, but it's appearing. Yeah, looked like they so looked like the like tying in the Mars and stuff. Yeah, got it. So that was a nice little touch. Um,
1: but uh, this and this, of course, they're all doing this, and uh, that little shithead William Arcane is still there, kicking around, being a little dickhead, yeah. and he ends up uh, killing Cliff. So the Baker family still cannot catch a fucking and, break. and he
0: killed Cliff right after, Um, what's Buddy's wife's name?
2: Ellen. Oh, shit. Ellen, Oh um, right? Ellen.
0: Ellen. Yeah. She's Ellen. just like, yeah. look, yes. I can't fucking do this anymore. And he's like, I have just, yeah. if you've seen the kind of shit that I've seen over the last, <laughs> I know I've only been gone for 10 minutes, but it's, and then, you know, the worst happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, instead of Maxine kind of going, you know, we cliff, we lose Cliff. I like um, the
3: the difference then, between yeah. Lemire and Snyder with these final two issues. Is essentially, Swamp Thing is a way happier note than Animal Man.
2: I don't know, is it though? Yeah, swan- yeah, yeah. I feel like they're both a bummer. Like it just different. They're ways. both a
3: bummer, they're but I feel like Thing like is way happier than.
1: Yeah, so they effectively have the knockdown dragout fight uh, with Anton uh, as he's taken Abby into, you know, they're meeting up at the this this place of power and Abby's basically like, look, the only way we're going to fucking stop this dude is if I become the avatar that I never wanted to be. But the only way for me to do that is for to me to be almost dead, so you need to kill me.
3: Um, she, he has to Wolverine. And again, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that he, he yep. Logan's here.
0: It's very, very Wolverine where, again, Phoenix.
1: Yannick Bickets just said, "All right, guys, I'm gonna flex on you a little bit here because these pages are ridiculous." Um, so he does that. She becomes, and Anton's like super beefed up. He's beating the shit out of Swampy, um, and then Abby shows up as this the fucking. Smoke show rot w- witch, <laughs> fucking looking, looking badass. Um, so she's fully become the avatar of the rot, and just turns off his Anton's ability to regenerate, and he just is taken by the Parliament to be tortured for all time. Nice. Yeah,
2: and they're like, <laughs> they're like we'll we'll take care of him, and Abby's like, yeah, gladly take his ass. <laughs>
1: um, and then because of all this stuff that's been happening on both of them both Alec and um, Abby are no; their forms are no longer tied to their human body uh, so they're both truly just avatars of their respective elements so they have a little funeral for their bobby- bodies and bury Alec and Abby's body in, in the swamp together uh, and then they have one final moment because they can't really touch because they're opposing forces where they kind of have one final kiss, and they kind of, like, light each other on it's fire. It's such a great separate. scene. They're,
3: she's, like, they're, like, fucking smoking as the... Uh, Dude. it's so good. Again, the art in this is just...
2: Yeah, I would it's argue ridiculous. that is Man. also a sad ending. It's it's a little bit more hopeful, because at least they get to live, but, like, still, I mean, like, they,
3: they, they've... Your love is around, you know, you... They could still talk yeah. in Iraq. They just can't touch. You you know yeah. that the person you love is still around is supposed to losing your son. I don't know, but yeah, like,
2: no, it's 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 less sad, but it's still bittersweet. Yeah. And they
1: and and both of those storylines are explored more as these series go yeah. on. Um, they kind of have adventures, uh, Alec and and Abby and <laughs> and uh Maxine's like, no, my brother's not dead. I'm gonna go find him. I'll be back. <laughs> just fucking goes tries to find him in the red before he like crosses over it's a it's fucking wild it's a dude that animal man run is crazy it's great though
2: yeah i need to finish that omnibus i stopped reading it Um, after the rot it's so good yeah
1: yeah yeah it gets wild Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, but yeah this rot world story coming out of two of these great books very cohesive very clearly you Know Lemire and Snyder, they were all 100% on the same page and were planning these books together. And I, I just, you love to see a great big event like this that like, works so well with two great characters that can really come together without being a fucking mess. We see events that are just a disaster, and this just flowed so perfectly between the two books. And you didn't even have to read both of them to like enjoy it like if you read like the animal anomalous it's just those issues and it's still yeah you miss a couple details here and there but it's still like all right cool I get the idea of what route world is you get the big chunks the main the main yeah. points so it still reads well if you're not reading both books which I you know I feel like that's hard to do in a lot of cases
0: yeah and they both but. do a really good job of recapping themselves hmm yeah. yeah
2: but without without being redundant and boring
0: yeah well, it's not redundant yeah, it, and boring really because a lot well of the times, together. like, before you get back to an an Animal Man issue, you've already read Swamp Thing, Frankenstein, and Swamp Thing Annual. So, like, sometimes you do need that, like, page or two of, like, yeah. all right, here's where we so are. So they're keeping
1: you up to date. Yeah. And I, I thought they did such a good job. This is, like, one of my favorite things I've read over the recent, recent years, and especially one of the best things that come out of New 52.
0: I want to read more of this Frankenstein. Well, there's a whole
1: yeah Frankenstein issues were fun man like you said like he's like this is just fucking Hellboy it's
0: great but it's 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 way more like toxic Avengers than than the than Hellboy like it's way more Mm. like colorful and like Squelchy. That's fair. It, whereas, like, one more thing just like the
1: type of character you're having. Yeah. Whereas, as but yeah, it doesn't look like Hellboy, Hellboy is
0: a lot more stoic and kind of like shadowy, and this is just like that's true. A, a guitar solo from the from start to finish. Yeah, this
2: is this is Hellboy <laughs> as written by DC Comics.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a different vibe, but it's it, it's giving you that weird magical sciencey yeah. shit. And it's like,
2: and it's Matt Kent who, who doesn't love Matt Kent. Come on.
0: Yeah,
1: Fucking and awesome. he does. Yeah, he does weird magical sciency shit really mm. well. Yeah. So this is such a big event, but man, it it reads so easily and so well. Yeah, that, like, it's like, what, it was like what eighteen issues altogether,
2: and it's it, it read so yeah. fast. Like it was not. It was never at any point was it a slog. It was always just like always. I on. I feel that
1: way about both like the Swamp Thing and Animal Man books. Like I, they're so well done and well written. Throughout,
2: I don't remember uh, they, an event in recent memory where all of the tie-in issues were not only like good, but like worth irrelevant. it, relevant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like
1: the Frankenstein issues could have easily not been worth it.
2: Yeah, but they totally and were. they were. Yeah,
1: yeah, they absolutely were. So yeah,
2: you can tell that this I think was it's a, rare. This was an event driven by a creative idea by uh, Snyder and Lemire, and not a ploy to sell more books.
1: Like, yeah they talk about it in like the like the openings a lot of the, and like the, the omnibuses of both of them that like the two of them when they got these books like they were kind of in lockstep they were planning their journeys together it's like this was in the books from like the jump they were working towards making the story together and like it very clearly tell you can tell yeah yeah this wasn't just like thrown together like this was very clearly was very planned. well because like the issues yeah. like yeah it's like animal man swamp thing like they go right back and forth like it's it's and it was very well well
0: planned enough that like you said you could you could have just read one of these three series and got the basic gist of it
1: yeah like the first time i read it i read just the animal man stuff because it was in you get the because like the um the first like the first two issues are in animal man any of them where they cross over you can kind of see like where both of the characters are talking, they're in both of the Omnibuses. So you get like six issues that are like technically oh, not wow. Animal Man or Swamp Thing, but they're in the Omnibuses because it's like a split split issue. So you get a large chunk of the Rot World story because um, you get all the Animal Man issues, but you're getting the crossover ones too. Cool.
0: Yeah, so it... That's how I read it. Then I read the Swamp
1: Thing on the bus. I'm like, oh,
0: cool. That's what Swamp Thing was doing. <laughs> I, I I love, but, like, comics have given me the ability to read a story out of order and just piece it together. Like, yeah, and they help you along with that, too. Yeah, that's always been my my relationship with X-Men. Like, I, I feel like I'm always reading backwards with X-Men <laughs> or like I'm just getting yeah. little bits and pieces and then like I'll fill in those holes like way later. It's just like to be able to tell to to do storytelling in such a way where you can read it in any order like that is is always appreciated.
1: Yeah, comics give you the ability to yes and very well.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, just nod your way through.
1: <laughs> yeah, they'll fill you in at some point.
0: You get yada yadas. <laughs> you get a uh, you get editors' notes.
1: Yeah, you get little uh, exposition pages. It's fine. It's great. This is a great story. This is really good. I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big fan of both of these books this storyline, it's it's great. I like this whole little universe—the the swamp, the green, the red, the rot—like that whole idea is so great. Yeah, and it's so any it's books been, centered around it. It's I want been it.
0: fun reading reading along and and watching this all come together. Like we read we read some classic Animal Man, mm-hmm. we read some classic Swamp Thing, where like the green and the red weren't really quite there yet, and then we read more contemporary yeah. stuff where it was really getting established, and then this really just. Just pushes it all the way. Yeah, like we've really followed this whole saga all the way to the end.
1: Yeah, now you have like Lemire, like Swamp Thing, Green Hell. It's like, okay, well, what does it look like when everything's terrible? Right. <laughs> so now you get others, all world stories. Everything's it, so. more terrible. More terrible. That's true. Yeah, it gets it gets real bad in the future over there <laughs> in that that book. Um, but yeah, it's great. I'm a huge fan of these books. If you can get your hands on the omnibuses, I can't recommend it enough personally.
0: All right. Well, that's it for this season, guys. We did it. We made it all the way through another oh, season. Man. We're here. Can you believe it? I can't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I barely either. made it.
0: I've been so busy with this show the last couple of weeks. I know. But um you gotta learn how to use calendars. So so we're gonna be gone for uh something like a month. Um we've we've got um another patreon series that we got another now in trade series uh i think the first episode's already up uh with the magic fish but we're doing um we're doing graphic memoirs this season so we're we did the magic fish we did it's lonely at the center of the earth and it's a bird so they're all memoirs from people in the comics industry so it's like very a very unique niche of, of the medium that we kind of, we, we go in and explore. We we had a lot of fun recording those. So, um, if you want, uh, if you want to get them early, if you want to get a jump on it, go, go join our Patreon. You can, you can get them uh, like a week or two earlier than anyone else. Uh, Otherwise, you know, you'll get them in your regular feed over the next few weeks. And, uh, yeah. So until we see you again, uh, go support your local comic shop. Yeah. Man, I haven't Do said it. that in a while. I, I used to say that today. at the end of every episode.
1: I yeah. supported mine today. So did I.
2: Thank you. Thank you for helping me <laughs> feed all of my too many cats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't say it was... I didn't say Brave New World. I I just said, you know, a local comic shop. Yeah, You've been it, cheating on Just kidding. <laughs> I know, I don't even know where the other one would be.
0: <laughs> so um so yeah so stick around we we got we have a whole spreadsheet of books we want to do on this show so we've got plenty more for you next season um there so anything you want us to talk about hit yeah, us up in the discord if there's something like hey how come you at guys us. have never talked about x y or z uh we'll put it on the sheet we'll do it come at us yeah
2: we learned uh from my cousin who's in the discord now that star trek was a great thing to talk about we have Trekkies yeah, exactly. that were very excited that RJ had a, a massive uh, diversion from our normal content. The only so, problem you know, with that is I'm he, the only one who
3: can talk about it. <laughs> You'll just well, have to give us all stuff on your shoulders now. <laughs> That's
2: fair. Yeah. Don't, don't disappoint my family, RJ. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm
2: trying.
0: Yeah, so no pressure. Drink. So come hang out in our Discord. Um, we'll, we'll still be there. We'll still hang out. Um, yeah, uh, you know we've got a ton of episodes. We've got what 146 now, right? So, you know, maybe go dig through our archive and find some something that strikes a Not too or, far.
2: Yeah, don't 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 go too far. Don't we go are. too far. Yeah,
0: don't go to back before we're... we were episode numbering. That's probably a mistake. But <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, I guess uh, for us, this is this is Tales from the Short Box. We'll see you next season.